Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Give it to me! Hello there, I'm Mollywood. Oh, hi, Mollywood. I'm Tom Merritt. Oh, oh, hey, nice to nice to meet you. Yeah, good to meet you, too. Yeah, wow. You seem Thanks nice. You want, to do, you want to do a podcast or something? That, that sounds great. Okay, cool. See, it's just that easy, kids. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which breaks off small pieces of reality and makes them comprehensible, thus bringing a bewildering world just that much more into focus. Thanks for joining us. That's... Uh... Overpromising, I think, but <laughs> I think it might be a little certainly bit, our little aim. Bit. It certainly yeah. is our aim. I uh, think at the top of the show, we may have roughly accurately recreated the process of you and I podcasting together way, way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, just well, just you know, close to real. Compress some happened. time, and yeah, that's yeah. that's roughly it. Yeah, sixteen years later, basically same. You were wearing something plaid when I had my interview at CNET. <laughs> I mean, that's so embarrassing and so true. That's all I, I was probably wearing the overalls that they're selling in Target now. Possibly. I was like, my, well, maybe not as late as 2004, 2005. Not, God help not me. impossible. No. Uh, I would like to bring you food for Yay. my first thing. Uh, Eileen and I discovered this. Uh, I've actually mostly Eileen <laughs> discovered this uh, and shared it with me. Uh, it's a calzone style burger. From a South Korean burger chain called UFO Burger, uh, where they basically took the George Foreman grill sort of procedure uh, and created a way to press the burger into the bun so that all of the burger items are inside a sealed bun. They have like larger buns than usual. Uh, So you get this little rim around the outside and then all the goodies are inside the bun. And it looks when it's sealed up kind of like a UFO. Oh my God, this is adorable. And also I want it. It looks delicious. Also, why does the poster for it have a bunch of words in Korean? And then it says it's the traditional homemade burger. And then at the bottom, it says the unexpected first orgasm. Well, that's that's <laughs> part two of why it's a thing, right? Oh, okay. Uh, number one is I want to eat this. Tell me more. <laughs> this is only I think there might be a, like a version of this in Taiwan, uh, but it's not worldwide. You can't you know, sometimes you can find these chains like, oh, that that Korean fried chicken place is in New York and L.A. or something. Uh-uh, this is this is very limited. Uh, but yes, the fact that they made <laughs> UFO stand for unexpected first orgasm on a poster entirely, oh. almost entirely Korean uh, definitely had a had a small moment online where people are like, wait, really? That's OK. I get it. UFO. Okay, that's really funny. That's very yeah. clever. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, if you want to make your already kind of awesome thing into a thing, yeah. that's how you do it. But also, I really want to try to make these. They look so cute. Yeah, they have their own machines uh, that they they designed <laughs> to accommodate, you know, the the higher, you know, you can't just use a waffle iron for this because it's got a no. higher, uh, it's taller, right? Because you got all the stuff inside. 
I am really pretty embarrassed at what a slow burn I am, by the way, that I'm like, well, okay, why does it say that, UFO? Duh. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're not the only one who is like, having that same exact uh thought process oh that is hilarious though well but yeah they have uh, they have chicken ones they have shrimp ones if you're like i'm not into burgers i mean obviously they have the classic cheeseburger one they have a guy bay uh one uh so you can, you can gonna, get your your tokalbi tokalbi burger it's yeah. gonna be here like before you know it i actually thought of you and our show i can't believe i forgot to send it to you because earlier i saw an article from the Times, the New York Times, like from maybe two or three days ago, that was basically like, why has Korean culture taken America by storm? Ah, yeah. Yeah. And it really, I mean, it's true. Like, if you look at all the number of things that we've talked about, and it's not just because of your wife, like the number of things that we've talked about from <laughs> Delcona Coffee to, you know, these burgers yeah. to Squid Game to whatever mm-hmm. it is, like K-pop, it, it's, it really is like an interesting evolution and influence that's kind of awesome and fun. I have all I kinds of it. theories on that, uh, yeah. which would be a separate show. But, you know, the short version is, uh, in my experience, and trust me, my experience is limited. I haven't been all over East Asia. That Korea was the most American country I visited. Hmm. Like, it felt, and I don't know if that's because of the Korean War and the influence or whatever, but it felt the most familiar. And so I think it's close enough but different. Is right. the short version that, right accessible, you know, it's like, but that's, still that's interesting, yeah. adventurous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting theory. Um, well, I love it, and I hope those burgers make it over here. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm adorable. <laughs> well, I today have decided to go full women's magazine. All right, with my two things, but they both are legitimately things, and so I just smashed them together so we can have like a little episode of L or Cosmo. <laughs> All uh, right, I like it. My first thing for the day is secret Botox. It- secret Botox. <laughs> exactly. I which is can't a. see your expressions. <laughs> can't see your expressions because you've had it. But if you have noticed that all of the women around you have silently lost the ability to emote, it's because <laughs> here's what's happening. We're all getting Botox and but- nobody is telling. Ah, because there is there is a stigma, right, mm-hmm. in the public discourse about oh that person got Botox, especially for celebrities, right? It's usually you know on the red carpet, like oh I get tell the Botox I happened there. I had some work done, yeah. and the blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it became like a little bit of a short. It became kind of a joke, and mm-hmm. everybody made fun of the you know not being able to make a face, and it's a toxin, and oh my god, I can't get you that get that thing injected in your face, and blah 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 blah. And at some point, and I don't know when it happened because no one talks about it, mm-hmm. but you can find articles as far back as like 2015 about like, is everyone secretly getting Botox? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it <laughs> it is now pervasive enough that I'm just going to own it. I recently got Botox and I got Botox after a conversation with a, you know, very young woman on a road trip. It was like me, you know, a couple producers, right? Yeah. Two of us in our forties and the other one young, like sub 30. And she was giving the speech about Botox and like, I can't, I don't understand why women are doing that. And and men are getting it too, Ron Joja in the discord. Yes. Secret Botox is for all for sure. Mm-hmm. I think like, t- cause mm-hmm. I asked when I got it, I was like, are men getting Botox? And she was like, Oh yeah. It's like 50, 50 <laughs> who she sees, but no one's talking about it because there's so much judgment. And it was this really interesting moment where she was like, judge, judge, judge. 
And I wasn't sure which way it was going to go with the other producer because she's a little bit more of a hippie than I am. Mm-hmm. But both of us were like, you know, no. I just like call us again in a, a 20 years. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. that conversation literally prompted me to book it. I was like, I'm just in a book. I don't care. Just and well, then, why not? Since then, it ha- I have managed to wheedle out of, mm, let me think, uh, all of my friends, except for maybe one. That every single one of us has been getting secret Botox. Wow! So yep. it, it really is a, a the 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 silent. Well, I, the silent I would, I would filler. Have, you know, three years right? ago said the silent epidemic, but uh, yeah, it's a yeah. a silent mass movement. No, it's the silent filler. Because it's a line filler. That's, that's what they call it. Yeah. Fillers, no, that's exactly filler. right. Yeah. Um, wow, that should be a podcast. Uh, no, Joe, also, by the way, about beauty standards. No, Joe, I am not. The friend that Molly is talking. I am Molly's friend, but I am not the friend that Molly is talking about. <laughs> that we know of. And I, then- I would, I would own up. Trust me. Uh, I, I don't even really know why I would get it. And once you tell me, maybe I will. I don't know, but uh, I just don't know enough about it. I know it smooths out your face. That's yeah. is that right? That's yeah. about all I know. It smooths out your wrinkles. That's it. Yeah. I think like some people get it all over their face. Most people just get it in the uh, forehead. I only got mm-hmm. it in forehead. There's ah, a okay. there's a version of it that is now I have discovered referred to as Berkeley Botox when you want it to be light enough that like people aren't going to notice. So you get the like you get the light the lightweight Botox. And See, there was an interesting that, that goes with the crowd who's like, I don't know about these vaccines, and I never eat GMOs, and everything should be organic. But I'm also secretly going to inject botulism toxin into my face. <laughs> I. W- I don't even know about the anti-vax crossover. I think it's more the shame situation. It's like oh, the women who are like, anti-vax. Oh, no. it was just like, I, you know, I'm that person who thinks about this stuff. But right. also- I care about what I put, but, but also like I go to Whole Foods and I drive a Subaru and I'm like very natural. And also <laughs> my forehead looks hella old and I'm over it. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. I found this great article in that was like, you know, let's stop judging women who get Botox because apparently it is so rampant that everybody gets Botox on the down low. And, you know, of course, the expectation being that you will go ahead and age gracefully, have society mock you horribly for it, but mm-hmm. not be able to do anything to stop it because society will mock you horribly for that, too. So sure. I'm just here to say there's no reason to be secret about it. It looks great. I look amazing. Is there a significant downside over any other thing you might do, you know, like 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 is it like ooh people do this botox but it, they regret it later i i i never hear that it, well no it's not yeah it, it does not it's not permanent in any yeah. way like it just wears off and then you do and it it's not if like, you want to do it again like 6 it, months it later it causes a reaction i mean i guess in every, I mean, it can, everything could just ha- like everything. can have a reaction for everybody but it's not like r- rampant where people like oh yeah they they probably shouldn't be doing that cuz it, eventually it builds up there's nothing like that right mm no, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, as with all things, there's like a teeny tiny chance you could like paralyze your face or grow like a mouse out of your ear. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I mean, small chance of mouse ear, but small what, chance of mouse what ear. doesn't have that chance. Totally right? worth it. Yeah. yeah, totally worth it. It's mainly I'm here for the secretness of it that I think is so fascinating. That's like a, I could amazing. not believe yeah. how many women I then encountered who were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get my done here and I go here and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. Literally, I think I'm down to one friend who hasn't had it, and it's because she has perfect Filipino skin. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm lucky. Everybody <laughs> needs to come out of the dermatology closet. Mm-hmm. About Secret their filler. Yeah. Secret filler is good. Or silent, really silent good. filler. Oh, the silent so filler, because silent the killer. Silent yeah, filler. Perfect. Yep. 
All right. Uh, my other, I'm, I'm food oriented. Uh, you're, you're the, uh, the fashion and beauty, the magazine. beauty magazine. Totally. I'm, I'm the food magazine. Uh, Stanley Tucci. I oh, yeah. have heard about from like six different people, mostly talking about food, uh, mm-hmm. and, and the, mm-hmm. and the food show that Stanley Tucci hosts where I think he's in Italy. I haven't oh, it's actually so seen wonderful. it. You yeah. haven't? It's so no. wonderful. But, you gotta uh, watch it. Friend of the show, Sarah Lane, uh, who uh, was just recovering from from surgery, uh, talked about watching it with her mom while she was recovering and how wonderful mm. it was. Uh, this the Reading Glasses podcast that I listened to, Mallory and Bria were were talking about Stanley Tucci this week and like how great Stanley Tucci is, uh, and and. And so, I, and and there were other there were other instances of this coming up, and I'm like, I think in the grocery store, I overheard someone talking about wow. Stanley Tucci. So I was just like, you know what? This is a thing. Stanley Tucci, uh, definitely you know, on on top of the consciousness right now. I don't know for how long, uh, maybe forever. But you know, rock I mean, on, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Let him be forever. No, it is really interesting because this this Netflix show, like you wouldn't necessarily have thought that. A Netflix show about Stanley Tucci bopping around Italy eating great food would be such a sensation. But I, so many people have recommended it to me. I also have overheard people talking about it. And then it came out, you know, as kind of as this show was being promoted that he was, he had just recovered from cancer and he hadn't told anybody that he had it. Right. And so then there was sort of like an outpouring of love and support for Stanley Tucci, who is just amazing anyway. Uh, Offy James points out that people were talking about him in the discord. I think that was another thing in my head. Just a couple weeks wow, ago, people were talking about totally. Him. Yeah. 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 No, he is a complete thing. And you've got that show. You've got to watch it because the, the food looks incredible, but also it's just so soothing. Mm-hmm. I think it's like what we all need right now. It's just freaking nice. It's just nice. The, it, it reminded me when, when Sarah was talking about it, it reminded me of uh, Men in Kilts, which is um, uh, Hewan, uh, the guy, the guy, Sam Hewan, who plays uh, Jamie on Outlander. Uh, and one of the other guys from Outlander driving around Scotland, same thing, like hmm. super positive, just having fun, learning about the history of, of whiskey and haggis and, and all things Scottish. And it was just delightful. And I'm yeah. like, oh, the Stanley Tucci thing is probably the template they were after. Right. It's just like that. Like, yeah. it just is wonderful. And then he speaks like just enough Italian to be totally darling. Ah, I love oh, it. I mean, there's literally there's one moment where he takes a bite of a calzone and he just looks at this like old woman who's fed him this calzone through a window. Like she's just making him, you know, put him out in a window uh-huh. on the street. And he just goes, you've changed my life. But like in <laughs> Italian, you know, he's like, Gianna, uh-huh. you've changed my life. Uh-huh. Totally deadpan. You're just yeah, like, yeah. I've never loved anyone more than Stanley Tucci, turns out. Yeah. Stanley yeah. Tucci. He's a thing. He is a thing. I love that you I love that you plucked Stanley from the pile. That's so wonderful. <laughs> um more with oversharing. Okay. So I recently read this book, uh, Attached. It's like this book about your attachment style, the new science of adults' attachment and how it can help you find and keep love. Oh, My therapist recommended to other, it. To other people. I see. Yes, it's gotcha. all about your attachment theory and what type of attachment style you have. And then much like so there's Botox, more than just codependent and not <laughs> not in the Midwest. Yeah, mm, that's what we grew up with. So right. that's all we ever had. <laughs> but no, this attachment style book, it's like it basically comes down to like your three attachment styles. The, there are three predominant attachment styles. Secure. Hope springs mm-hmm. eternal. Okay. Anxious. 
which is mm-hmm. like, you need a lot of love and you freak out when you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then avoidant, which is like, you need a lot of love, but you're afraid it's going to trap you. Mm-hmm. And the way that you interact in your relationships is highly defined by these three attachment styles. It's very interesting. Therapists have been recommending it. It was much like the Botox thing. One of those things where then I started talking about it and all of these people I knew were like, oh my God, I know that book is so good. It's a game changer. And then here comes the New York Times this week with like an article about how this book is a game changer and has like sales of it have shot up during the pandemic. And the author talks about her therapist recommending it to her and you're going like, oh, I already read it. And then her therapist just being stunned and saying, you're the fourth person who's come in here who's already read this book. And I think... That the sub thing about why this book mm. is taking off right now is that, um, like, remember early in the pandemic, there were all those stories about like the rich couples in New York who discovered that they hate each other now that they're right, at home because they had to spend time with each other. <laughs> yep. I think a lot of people all of a sudden had to examine their relationships <laughs> in ways that they had been able to avoid before. That makes, that makes perfect sense, right? People and this cooped book up. took off. <laughs> yeah. That I'm not, not going to lie. There was a point during the pandemic when it hit me that I, we weren't having problems. And I'm like, Hey, that's, that's really good. Like oh, stamp of great. approval, right? Like not, not that everything was perfect and every day was, you know, glory. And we never argued. None of those were true. Uh, but I'm like, Oh, like this is the real <laughs> test of our marriage <laughs> that has right? lasted for, you know, through so many things to, to be like, Hey, can we be cooped up with each other? Uh, and afraid that our groceries mm-hmm. are going to kill us and still get along. Turns out right. we can. So, all our yeah. work trips are canceled. All the mm-hmm. like parties are canceled. Yeah. It, I, it was a test, I suspect, for a lot of people, which I think yeah, would partly, yeah. I mean, this book is also like pretty amazing, actually. I mean, it really in many ways like sees into your soul. Oh, I have been all three of those that you described, right? Yeah, I, totally. I've been in relationships, uh, not for a while, maybe, but I have been in relationships <laughs> where I have been the anxious one. I've been the avoidant one. And, uh, you know, luckily I've also been the secure one, but, but yeah, that, that kind of covers it and, it and they sort really of does. orbit each other, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anxious and avoidant could eventually evolve into secure or they could just bounce off each other. And, yeah, and, totally. Well, yeah, one yeah. of the criticisms of the book actually is that it, it it is a little bit like, listen, if you're anxious and they're avoidant, like just get the hell out, you're going to fail. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> Caused a minor crisis. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, if that's, but it also, if that's not, the kind it's of not advice that opens your eyes like, and realize, you know, and, and you're able to have that frank conversation of like, hey, you do this and I do this and I'm not sure if that's going to work. You either fix it or you don't. Right. Right. That's, totally. Which is good. Yeah. It's like really a good roadmap. And also, yeah. I just find it amazing that it's, you know, it that. Yes. Everyone, everyone all at once was like, um, help. <laughs> <laughs> and they all landed on this book. Yeah. And this is the one attachment yep. styles. Nice. Yeah. Good find. It's really good. A lot of self-help happening in today's episode. Ah, uh, yes, it's true. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> I mean, seriously, styles. if you need, if you are stressed out and you need to not be stressed out, watch the Stanley Tucci cooking show. <laughs> yeah, it is that it, simple. It, it's it's a palliative, apparently. It really uh, is so wonderful. Let's get to your things. Your things are amazing as well. Aaron wrote in with an inevitable thing, and it's not Thanos. Uh, Aaron wrote. <laughs> So we still seem to be on the espresso martini train, and I know Dalgona everything has been a thing for a while. I present the Dalgona espresso martini. My girlfriends and I will be trying them this weekend. We will let you know how they are. Oh my gosh, Aaron, please do. 
Oh, see, now this looks good. Um, There's one with whipped Nutella. <laughs> That's just overdoing. That's just overdoing. That's insane. Also, Why would you? Amazing. Okay, the whipped Nutella drink is to die for. Yeah, so it's taking the Dalgona froth, like in the Dalgona coffee, putting it on a martini. Why Mm -hmm. wouldn't you? Of course it's inevitable. It's freaking brilliant. Oh, wow, I love it. You guys and your things are so good. Um, Everyone had thoughts about porch plants. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, may have slightly nailed it with that one. Oh, I think you did. Walter in New Hampshire. I have lived in New Hampshire for 16 years and hadn't heard of porch plants and didn't realize they were a thing until your show. Then, sure enough, I looked across the street and my neighbor has two on their porch, C attached. I moved from Florida in 2005 and I'm always learning new things about my states. Kevin in Raleigh, North Carolina. Now, mums on the porch has been a thing in New England for as long, New England, for as long as I can remember at least 40 years. Many houses would have one on each side of the base or top of the steps, usually with pumpkins that slowly dissolve in place. Jeanette. Good eye on the mums. I live in Connecticut and there are mums everywhere. Stop at shop in big wire major grocery stores and they have mums galore out front for sale. Let's just start doing this on the West Coast. Delightful. Right. And then Andrea, when Tom mentioned on last week's show that he didn't have a strong memory of mums in Illinois, aside from what his grandmother planted in her garden, I had to help him out. I live in Lombard, Illinois, the Lilac Village, and I always know fall is here when Jewel Osco puts the mums display outside the store. What? Huge super duper thing thing. There you go. Southern Illinois versus Northern Illinois. That's why. Must be a divide. Yeah, Julosco, Lombard, up there, upstate. I I really want mums to become a thing here. I'm gonna actually, you know what? Did I tell you guys this? I was then I went for a walk and like on my actual street, a block from my house, somebody had mums out in front with their pumpkins. And I was like, maybe they're from the They're creeping in. They're creeping in. You should start the 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 mums for mums group on Facebook. Look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That's why no one quits Facebook right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, please. Then don't do that. All right. Uh, we have a thing check request from Jeanette. Uh, check. Jeanette, Jeanette asks, you're not wrong is a phrase I've heard in a variety of contexts. <laughs> I think maybe even on your show. Thing check. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> you're not wrong, Jeanette. You're not wrong, Jeanette. It's not not a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're not wrong. That's a that's an Uber thing. That's, that's an a bit, Uber thing. Yeah. You're not wrong, and then the double negative, the not not. Yeah, both it's not not huge. a thing. Not not it's is not. a little more recent than you're not wrong. If I'm if I'm apprehending this correctly, perhaps. I think, yeah, perhaps. I feel like you're not wrong is cl- almost a classic thing. It's, it's been around for really. A yeah, but it's kind of it's made a comeback. It's made a comeback. There's yeah. there's sort of a like a list of little wrong. ones that the ki- <laughs> that the kids are into, like uh, the math checks out, or you know uh, that checks uh-huh. out. Okay. Goes along with you're not wrong. Yeah. 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 Yep. Amazing. And then Matt Bat writes in on a Christmas stand-in. So it seems like this year there have been several memes about Christmas music starting too early. And it seems like maybe it's a thing that they are using Mariah Carey as a stand-in for all Christmas songs. So every year, everyone complains about Christmas things starting too early. And I'm not saying it doesn't get earlier, but like, I don't remember a time. I remember when I was like six years old, people talking about like, ah, we're already starting to talk about Christmas, you know? Uh, So that is absolutely an eternal thing. But the Mariah Carey thing, I think is recent. 
I think yeah. you're like complaining about Mariah Carey as the representative of the Christmas things are coming too early. I've noticed that too. That is, that's a good, that's a good call. And it is that one song. I yeah. feel like we may have even talked about this last year. We around definitely this talked time. about Mariah. Yeah. Last year, I think. Cause there's right. just only the one. I mean, it's like somebody really does need to make, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the song, but somebody needs to make a new Christmas song. Yeah. And for a long time, Mariah, before Mariah's song, everyone was saying somebody needs to make a new song. And then Mariah came and did that and it creeped in and became a classic. But I, I Joe, uh, no, uh, yeah, Joe says it's the most recent Christmas classic. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. It really yeah. is. I mean, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful uh, song. I'm about to burst into song, so I'm just going to stop. It's now a wonderful life. Uh, and we have a wonderful voicemail here from Manny. This is Manny, and this is my first time sending in a voicemail, so I guess you get to hear my voice now. But, oh my god, this was just a singularity of such proportions I had to send immediately. I'm going to get straight into it. There's a Rolling Stone article of Noodle the Pug, who got cancelled because was too chuggy. And then they have the line that they were gaslighting, gatekeeping, girl bossing too close to the sun and just, oh my god the amount of thing is too much, there's too much thing, this is proof that we live in the most thing timeline uh, this is an EJ Dixon column uh, on Rolling Stone which I, I think is essentially like trying to trying to create the singularity that will collapse all things into a thing uh wow. you know, the meme collapse you uh, can't and- force the singularity mm, you mm-mm. wish rolling stone by the way scoring by producer rich there just to add a little extra drama well done rich to good the singularity yeah. oh my god manny what a delight to hear your voice thank you for calling that was us. great manny. that was so fun Thank you so much. Uh, All right, let's get to the shout outs. This week's shout outs from our producer, Rich, are based on the lyrics of the Temptations classic, I Can't Get Next to You. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know this song, so you will be spared. Okay. Morris Jones. Morris Jones can turn the gray sky blue. Benjamin Forrest can make it rain whenever he wants it to. Oh, Lee Price can build a castle from a single grain of sand. Kevin Sill can make a ship sail. Huh. On dry land. <laughs> but Eric Duncan, life is incomplete and he's so blue because Jake Woods can't get next to you. Jake Woods can't get next to you, babe. Miranda Janelle just can't get next to you. Miranda Janelle can't get next to you, babe. Miranda Janelle can't get next to you. Gabrielle Cohen can fly like a bird in the sky. Hey, and Andrew Bradley can buy anything that money can buy. Oh, Joe Hood can turn a river into a raging fire. Louis St. Amour can live forever if he so desires. Unimportant are all the things Mike Akins can do because James C. Smith can't get next to you. James C. Smith can't get can't next, get to, next you, to you, babe. Oh, I knew it comes to you. <laughs> I'm totally. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it right, but it's pretty close to that. Oh, that's amazing. Shout out level gets wow. sung. Shout out level us. gets sung. Shoutout level is the favorite part of our show. Thank you so, so, so much to you patrons who support us at the shoutout level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. And to everyone who supports us at any level and gets our butt in these chairs week after week, having the best time. 
best time of the you week. You can email us your your things. Do it. I was reading your emails and I almost got distracted. Feedback and it's a thing, not me. Keep going. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Bye. Give it to me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.